This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. This is a classic. This is an absolute classic. I am rolling over reading this. A story about Stormy Daniels that I will get to here in our opening monologue. Her husband. Husband Glendon has filed for divorce. Oh, there's a classic line from her attorney, Michael Avenatti. I will get to that. The enemies of pleasure are at it again. We know they've gone after our cigars. We know they're going to go after our spirits. They've gone after our meat. We know that. What possibly could they go after next? That's the sound of me sipping through a straw. They're going after our straws. They're criminalizing straws in some Areas, hard to believe, unreal, and we are two weeks away from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water in Buffalo, presented by Gurkha. Cannot wait. Long Ash greetings and salutations. A Long Ash snappy salute. Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make America great again. Screw the enemies of pleasure, including the straw police. Your global five-star general commanding officer and alpha male-in-chief front and center, Command Center Alpha Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa. As always, we welcome you. Don't forget, follow us on social media at uh, CigarDave.com. Just go to CigarDave.com, upper right-hand corner. You'll see all the links for Twitter and Facebook, Instagram. By the way, anybody holding Facebook and, uh, and Twitter shares, you got crushed or calls Option calls, you got crushed. Amazon, or correction, Twitter, Facebook, nailed. What was it? Facebook down 20%. Not hard to see when you see the founder, Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, selling $7.2 billion worth of shares, worth of stock, in the last two, three months. Doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out they're bailing. He's still got loads of that stock, but bailing. And by the way, what's her name? Uh, Sheryl Sandberg, the CEO, the one that wrote the book, Lean In to All the Women. We need to lean in and engage in the conversation. Well, she leaned out with $75 million worth of stock sales. I always get a kick out of these people, especially Sheryl Sandberg. Ladies, we need to lean in on the conversation. Become part of the conversation. When then all of a sudden, there was trouble in Facebook paradise. Was she leaning in to talk about the issues? Oh, no, 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 no. Everybody leaned out. They were nowhere to be found. Got to love the hypocrisy. All right, lots to get to today in this uh, hour. Uh, bottom of the hour, we'll be, re- we'll be joined by Glenn Loop, the executive director of the Cigar Rights of America. This week, actually this past, uh, what was it, Wednesday, Thursday, the Cigar Rights of America filed a massive, massive, large document, 529 pages of comments 
about the uh, FDA's notice of proposed rulemaking, whether re-examining whether or not premium cigars should be exempt from FDA regulations. There was a notice of proposed rulemaking about a year or two ago. The FDA came out and said, yep, we're going to ignore every... This is under the Obama administration, of course. We're going to ignore every single comment from the cigar industry. We're going to just ignore everything, disagree with everything, and we are going to regulate premium cigars. Well, there's a different sheriff in town. His name is President Donald J. Trump. There's a different FDA commissioner, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, who in a New York Post op-ed piece a number of years ago, about three, four years ago, stated very unequivocally that it was a waste of time, money, and effort for the FDA to be bothering with premium cigars since they were consumed by adults and a totally different uh, product than cigarettes. So the good news is we have some allies in our corner now. The bad news is we still have to deal with the FDA bureaucracy. But as well, when we talk to Glenn, we'll, of course, talk about what they used. I have, <laughs> trust me, it is not easy to read a stay up and read a 529-page document, but I did. And uh, if there was a cure-all, if you ever cannot sleep, you, you're tossing and turning at night, there's no way you can get to sleep, you're, you're wired up either on caffeine or you just can't sleep, break out the 529-page Cigar Rights of America and International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Association comments to the FDA notice of proposed rulemaking on the regulation of premium cigars, you'll be asleep in five minutes. I know, because every 10 minutes I was starting to doze off. You know when you read something and you're trying to stay up and you just start fading and your head starts to just kind of like cock to one side or the... That's exactly what was happening with me. It was not easy, but we have posted at CigarDave.com the entire document for your review. Now, we know many of you will not read it, but for those of you that want to glance at it, skim, skim it over, take a look at it. There's some fascinating information, and what I love is that the IPCPR and CRA, Cigar Rights of America, used FDA, National Institutes of Health, their own data to show that the average age of somebody starting to smoke a cigar is like 26.7 years of age, and the average cigar connoisseur smokes a cigar 1.3 days out of the month. So basically, the average cigar smoker smokes one to two cigars, premium cigar smoker, one to two cigars per month. So great information. We'll see what the FDA does, but we will talk with Glenn at the bottom of the hour. And simultaneously, I know when I was out at the Cigar Retailers Convention week before last in Las Vegas, it was very clear and very apparent to me that the cigar manufacturers and the Cigar Rights of America, the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers are all in sync saying, we're not just going to file comments with the FDA. We're going to launch a multi-pronged attack. We're going to talk to the OMB, the Office of Management and Budget, which is part of the White House, because they're, they get involved with these type of regulations. Any type of regulations that have a potential cost on American business, the OMB gets involved. So they're going to deal with the OMB. They still have a court case that they're fighting. They're involved with that. They're involved on the legislative end with the House and the Senate bipartisan effort to try to get language in to exempt premium cigars. So they are not just fighting the war on one front. General George S. Patton would be proud. By God, he'd say, those sons of bitches at the CRA and the IPCPR and cigar manufacturers, by God, they're fighting the war on multiple fronts. I love it. I can smell the aroma of victory. And I totally concur with their strategy going after 
multiple fronts because you never know where you're going to win the battle, which ultimately will lead you to win the war. So we'll talk with Glenn at the bottom of the hour. Also, next hour, we got two interesting interviews that we did at the IPCPR convention, the Cigar Retailers Convention in Vegas. We're going to be uh, featuring, we're going to talk to Mike Salucci and Les Mann of Zycar, one of the big accessory manufacturers, big in lightation devices and cutters and butane. Interesting story there. They were acquired by quality importers. We've known Mike uh, for a long time. Les Mann used to be at Calibri before that, ST DuPont. So we'll talk to them. They've got some really interesting products. And we'll also talk to Bri uh, um, Brian Lassard and Jamie Robbins of Cattle Baron Cigars out in Montana. They're cattle ranchers. They're cattle I know because I had their, uh, they gave me some of their beef jerky and they're sending me some beef and some jerky and I had their cigars. And the reason that I, I wanted to do the interview with both Brian and Jamie from Cattle Baron Cigars is because an interesting twist. I will pat myself on the five-star shoulder here because I'm the reason they got into the cigar industry. They would listen to my show when they were uh, feeding their cattle and getting involved uh, with doing chores on the ranch, and they started learning about cigars and learning about spirits through my show, and I was their motivation. So I had an instant bond with Brian Lassar, Jamie Robbins at Cattle Baron Cigars. I've always been saying the last number, about 20 years, I'm going to Montana in the summer. I'm going to go to Montana. I'm going to go to my, I tell everybody, and they're like, yeah, sure, sure, General, you're going to Montana. Big city boy going to Montana. I said, no, I'm going to Montana. So next summer, I'm going to Montana. I'm going to visit Brian and Jamie out at their ranch, Cattle Barons. But I already told them, I'm not wearing boots. I'm wearing my loafers. Uh, and uh, I'll watch you guys, you know, milk the cows and do what you have to do, but there's no way I'm getting involved in any of that kind of work. But I'll be smoking a cigar, and I'll be enjoying some of that uh, beef jerky that they have made from filet mignon, not the garbage you buy in the store. So we will talk with them. Great cigars. Phil Zangi, uh, who's been in the industry a long time, of Debonair Cigars, makes the Cattle Baron Cigar. Beautiful cigar. So we will talk to both uh, the folks from Zycar and Cattle Baron Cigars in the second hour. All right. The enemies of pleasure. It's not bad enough that they have to go after our spirits and our cigars and our coffee. You name it. They're going at And I've said this all along. And I said to those of you that are not cigar connoisseurs, that don't enjoy a cigar. And I know we have, we have tons and tons of alphas and listeners that enjoy the show because we touch on a number of topics. We touch on spirits. We talk about uh, the enemies of pleasure. We deal with political incorrectness. We talk about grilling. This is a guy's guy show. This is for alphas. And the dames love it too because they enjoy the topics that we talk about. And in fact, I've run into many dames that say general. I love listening to your show because now I know the places where I've got them. If I want to meet a successful, confident, strong alpha, Listening to you, I know exactly where to go. So we have a wide a range of, of listeners. We've got cigar connoisseurs. We've got uh, alphas. We've got dames. People that just enjoy grilling. We try to make the show entertaining and compelling. That's what it's all about. I don't want to sit here and say, today I'm going I sound like Donald Trump. Remember when Donald Trump would go on the campaign trail? You must be presidential. Okay, I'll be presidential. We're going to talk about the issues. We're going to talk about foreign diplomacy. I'm going to talk about the economy. People don't want to, you don't want to hear me say, today we're going to talk about the brand new 
Hoya de Nicaragua Antonio. I had a chance to sample some great steak and great grilling practices and procedures earlier this weekend. I'm going to share it with you. This is not NPR. Everybody at NPR talks like this. Today, fellow alphas, we're going to talk about how to properly grill your steak, how to enjoy a fine bourbon with a cigar. That's not what we do here on the Cigar Dave Show. That's not what this alpha is. I've got way too much charisma, way too much enthusiasm, way too much verve and perspicacity to sit here and be boring. That's why you enjoy listening to this show. Well, I'm being presumptuous that you do enjoy listening to this show. We're not boring. We don't want to make it boring. That's not what this show is all about. We want to be entertaining. And at the same time, when we have to deal with the enemies of pleasure, we will deal with them. Not only will I deal with them, I will destroy them. I will chop them up into a million pieces, and I will bury their carcasses six feet under. Because that's what a good five-star does. But the enemies of pleasure, they're after us. No matter, it's not bad enough that they can't just leave us alone. They can't just say, all right, you know what? You alphas enjoy grilling. You enjoy eating dead animal product. We don't like it. You enjoy your cigars. We don't like that. We're just going to leave you alone. They have to be Gladys Kravitz busybodies. They've got to get in the way of our enjoyment. It's not bad enough that they have to just point it out, but they have to now enact zealous, overzealous regulations. And the next battle is the straw, the drinking straw. That's right, the straw that we have taken sips out of since the time we were all little kids, out of our little sippy cups. The straws that we use when we're in restaurants, when we go to Circle K or 7-Eleven to get a giant Slurpee or a Big Gulp, or if you're at a fast food restaurant, whatever. And here's the other thing. Many disabled people need the use of a straw in order to drink. That's a medical necessity. Does that matter to the enemies of straws, the enemies of pleasure? Nope. We've got this absolutely ridiculous, absurd hysteria around plastic straws. And now we're seeing these movements saying, skip the straw, avoid the straw. Here in the Cigar City area, right across Tampa Bay in St. Petersburg, we've got a cockamamie cuckoo mayor, taxocrat, along with umpteen businesses saying, we need to rid ourselves of the straw. We're seeing it in other cities. Seattle, cracking down on straws. And here is the latest. Santa Barbara, California, People's Republic of California. And by the way, we're also seeing hashtags, skip the straws. Everywhere you go now, on Facebook, on Twitter, you're seeing these hashtags and, and these articles, get rid of the straw. It's doing so much damage to our oceans and the landfills. Well, here's the latest example. Santa Barbara, People's Republic of California, California as I call it. They have banned plastic straws. Now, are they going to fine people? Yep. But there's more, as Ron Popeil would say. But wait, there's more. Are you going to get a set of six Ginsu steak knives if you, uh, if you violate the Santa Barbara plastic straw ban? No, but what you are going to face is possible jail time. You got it. Can you imagine? Sir, you're under arrest. Officer, what did I do? 
You're charged with illegally drinking out of a straw. You have the right to remain silent. Whatever you say can and will be used against you. If you make any slurping or sipping sounds, we will use that in court to prove that you have used a drinking straw. Lovely. Ridiculous. Santa Barbara, latest city to crack down on straws. The most severe prohibition in the country authorizes $1,000 fines and jail sentences for violators. Here's the kicker. This past Tuesday, the Santa Barbara City Council unanimously, the fact that not one of the council members said, hey, this is a little, this is a little mashugana, this is a little crazy. The fact that they voted unanimously shows you what a bunch of morons, what a bunch of idiots, how cockamamie and cuckoo they are. The bill prohibits restaurants, bars, and other food service businesses from handing out plastic straws to their customers. Plastic stirs and utensils could still legally be provided, but only if customers request them. Great, let's just all eat with our hands. The fact that a city would ban plastic straws from every person is just almost hard to... I mean, this is like we're reading an Orwellian uh, novel here. Seattle became the first major city in the U.S. to ban plastic straws in September, last September, but it carved out an exemption for compostable plastic straws and made any violation and infraction punishable by a $250 fine. Santa Barbara, however, has banned even compostable straws. The only straws permitted are drinking tubes made from non-plastic materials such as paper, metal, or bamboo. You know what? I'd like to shove a, shove a bamboo drinking implement or sh a bamboo straw up the tuchuses of all the city council members of Santa Barbara. I'll tell you what, I'm going to finish this around the corner because I'm going to tell you the backstory about this because there is a backstory right around the corner. We'll continue. The 2018 Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water, presented by Gurkha Cigars, is Saturday, August 11th at Buffalo River Works in the Western New York Theater of Operations. It's a day full of alpha male pleasure, including six premium Gurkha cigars, including three soon-to-be-released new brands, distilled spirit tastings, craft beers from Hamburg Brewery, and a buffet fit for the alpha male. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water, Presented by Gurkha Cigars is Saturday, August 11th in Buffalo, New York. Get your tickets now at CigarDave.com. If you are a member of the Cigar Dave Officers Club, the July 2018 selection of Syndicato Cigars, a Cubico, a Particulares, and a Sindicato Maduro, we call it the Sindicato Sampler, that just went out this week, the end of this week, the last couple of days, so it should be coming your way. Now, we're having delays on sending out cigars, especially if they come from Nicaragua, because of the civil unrest in Nicaragua. Everything taking a little bit longer, so we appreciate your patience, but you should have them early to middle of next week. The Sindicato Sampler includes, as I mentioned, a Cubico, very unique cigar, only available now in limited 
retailers, but will soon be available for national distribution later this year. The Cubico, a square-pressed cigar to form a perfect cube, as seen from the foot of the cigar, uses a beautiful, rich, dark Ecuadorian Cubana wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, Nicaraguan Dominican fillers, a nice, bold, hearty, medium to full-bodied cigar experience. Particulares, very Cubanesque in style, nice, spicy Nicaraguan puro, Nicaraguan wrapper, filler, binder, big finish, uh, big, big start, and a nice finish with gentle sweetness. And the Sindicato Maduro uses a magnificent Mexican San Andrean Marone wrapper. Nice notes of dark chocolate. It goes perfectly with a delicious ribeye. Also, don't forget Cigar Day Valfo Pleasure Fest on the water in Buffalo, New York, presented by Gurkha. Two weeks from today, Saturday, August 11th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Buffalo River Works downtown. It will be a magnificent day. We will have a huge alpha male buffet. Everybody attending gets a nice gift bag with six premium Gurkha cigars. You're going to get samples of incredible craft beers from Hamburg Brewing, loads of distilled spirit samples and wine samples, just a huge alpha buffet, live broadcast of the Cigar Dave Show. Limited tickets remain. We're two weeks away. When they're gone, they're gone. Info and tickets, CigarDave.com. We'll see everybody in Buffalo in two weeks. So Santa Barbara, California, bans restaurants and other food institutions from giving out straws. Authorizes up to a $1,000 fine, six-month jail time for violators, and there's no automatic exemption, medical exemption, for the disabled or people that are in hospitals who need, uh, who lack the ability to bring the cup to their lip. It is absurd. So think about this for a second. A thousand bucks, and it's 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 punishable for every violation. So if a restaurant hands out, let's say there's a family of six, and they hand out six six straws, that's six violations, up to six thousand dollar fine, six months in jail for each violation. It is absurd. And how where does this all come from? These plastic bands, these straw bands. It goes back to a kid, a ten year old kid who was doing a school project that came up with a phony number that 500 million straws are used in the United States every day. There are 350 million people in this country. There's no way 500 million, but what happens? The environmental wackos, the politicians, all the lib media, they take this and say, oh, 500 million, gotta run with it. And so consequently now, they're coming up with these ridiculous bans saying straws are polluting the oceans. Not true. The plastic that's in the ocean coming from Asia. That's it. These enemies of pleasure, enemies of straws, I've had it. That's the straw that broke the camel's back. That's the last straw. The General is now on Instagram. Follow him for pictures of the latest cigars, libations, and what he's enjoying during the show. <laughs> that could be interesting, and we'll have to block out some faces. Go to Instagram and search Cigar Dave. We're exactly three weeks away from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water, presented by Gurkha Cigar in Buffalo, New York, Saturday, August 11th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Buffalo Riverworks in downtown Buffalo will be launching three new Gurkha cigars, including the Gurkha Chateau Privé, the Gurkha Marquesa, and the Gurkha Ghost Gold. It is an all-VIP ticketed event. Your ticket includes... 
a great gift bag, including six Gurkha premium cigars, including the three new Gurkha cigars I just mentioned, a huge alpha male lunch buffet with carnivore carving station, Salem Smokehouse hot dog station, pasta bar, everything you need to make sure your stomach is full. We'll have libation tastings from about 40 different spirits, Hamburg Brewing, live broadcast of the Cigar Dave Show. Tickets are limited. Go right now, CigarDave.com for info and tickets. Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water in Buffalo, presented by Gurkha Cigars, Saturday, August 11th. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. CigarDave.com. At the Cigar Dave Show, there are several things we really like in a Washington bureaucrat. Uh, embalming fluid? A wooden stake through the heart? Well, I guess after those two things, you really don't need the rest. Well, the FDA is loaded with bureaucrats, especially in their uh, tobacco control division, which has just gotten cumbersome and out of hand. About three months ago, the FDA announced a notice of proposed rulemaking to seek comments about whether premium cigars should be exempted from FDA regulations. And this week, earlier this week, two trade organizations, the Cigar Rights of America and the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Association, submitted a massive document, 529 pages long of comments to the FDA's notice of proposed rulemaking, as did many consumers, as did many cigar manufacturers, as did, I'm sure, the enemies of pleasure. And it really boils down to whether or not cigars are enjoyed and consumed by adults and whether there are any addictive properties of cigars. The answer to the first question, kids do not smoke cigars. We know that adults smoke cigars. The second question, is it addictive? And the answer is no, because cigars are not a nicotine delivery device. And the proof is in the pudding. When was the last time you saw a group of cigar connoisseurs huddled outside a rainy building or running off an airplane to go light up a cigar? Never. Cigars and cigarettes are very different. Now, in the FDA's purview, they believe tobacco is tobacco is tobacco. But when Congress, a number of years ago, uh, uh, came up with a law, the Family Smoking Prevention Act, they wanted the, the intent of that law that President Obama signed at the time was to make sure that, number one, kids were not accessing tobacco products, and number two, they wanted to make sure that if there were any addictive properties that they could regulate that nicotine device, a nicotine delivery device. Well, cigars don't fall into any of those categories. So the FDA... Under Dr. Scott Gottlieb, the FDA commissioner that was appointed by President Donald J. Trump, said we're going to take a look at everything. So joining us right now, the executive director of the Cigar Rights of America, a longtime friend, Glenn Loop, to talk about the CRA and IPCPR's uh, submission of comments. 529 pages, Glenn. I'm looking at it right now. I can tell you that if I ever want to, if I can't sleep in the middle of the night, I'm going to break this thing out because after about uh, 10 minutes, boom, it's just like Ambien or, or, or uh, a sleeping pill. 
but you jammed it with incredible data to the cigar industries and cigar connoisseurs, uh, cigar connoisseurs' favor. Well, thank you, Cigar Dave, and and it is an incredible moment for the history, literally the history of the premium cigar industry. You know, I've argued for some time if there's been any benefit, and you can't find any, but if there is any benefit to this regulatory process, it's that it's forced the cigar industry to take a better look at itself, to evaluate itself, to research itself. And this public comment allowed us to do that. Granted, it compelled us to, but this data that's in this report will be working to the benefit of this industry for literally years to come. Uh, It brought together an analytical approach to uh, looking at transactions, literally millions of cigar transactions, to come up with the data that's in this report. And as you surmised, uh, the, the youth access question and the lack of adverse public health impact are first and foremost in this report, and that's what the FDA was looking for. Now, we have posted the your comments, the Cigar Rights uh, of America and IPCPR comments to CigarDave.com, and we posted the link as well to social media. If anybody wants to read the entire 529 pages, you read the first uh, <laughs> 50 to 80 pages, you, you pretty much get the summation. But what, what I find very interesting, Glenn, is that you and the IPCPR, I mean, when I say you, the CRA, IPCPR, you use data from the FDA itself, from the Population Assessment of Tobacco and Health Study, also known as PATH, a national study of tobacco use in the U.S., which began in 2013 between the FDA and NIH National Institutes of Health. And you revealed some very interesting data. You called that data to basic, basically serve it on a silver platter back to the FDA. Well, and we're lucky. This specific advanced notice of proposed rulemaking said they wanted new information. And in fact, they, I think they would have discarded our former information that we submitted, which was sound and solid on lack of inhalation and addiction qualities associated with premium man-made cigars. So there's been a series of reports, that you, as you noted, that have come out since the final rule that have worked directly to our benefit, if you will, at, at proving our point. The PATH study that you noted is a combination of FDA, the National Institute of Health, but also the Centers for Disease Control Analysis. The New England Journal of Medicine, of all respected periodicals, came out with a reiteration of of this analysis that showed that America's children do not gravitate to premium handmade cigars. And the Journal of the American Medical Association also had an analysis that goes to the heart of things like mortality. And once again... You know, and I've said this a thousand times, when you watch the original and you've really got to be a glutton for punishment like reading this, but <laughs> it serves its point. But when you watch old C-SPAN tapes on the passage of the Tobacco Control Act, every floor debate speech from the Senator Dick Durbin's, the ones that are that are not our friends in this in this fight, all revolved around two things, youth access and chemical addiction. And we simply don't fall into that. And ever since then... The FDA has been obsessed, and I mean obsessed, with linking premium handmade cigars with cigarettes and other nicotine delivery products. This analysis clearly proves that we do not have those addiction qualities. You know, you and I were together out in in Vegas for for the cigar trade show. And you know as well as I do, you have one in your mouth from 8 o'clock in the morning till you crawl off the strip at 3 in the morning, and you get home, you don't want to touch one for a day or maybe even two, but you could <laughs> – I think I've had two since we got back. The, the lack of addiction qualities associated with this product that we've enjoyed for decades is clear and present, but it simply had to be delivered, as you put it, on a silver platter to the agency. 
Well, I use the analogy, uh, and actually Senator Marco Rubio did uh, as well, and I touched on that in the uh, opening uh, monologue of today's show when he spoke on the Senate floor uh, Thursday, that com- making the comparison, and I've made the comparison for 20 years, that c- premium cigars are like a fine wine. Now, if you want to go out and get drunk, <clears throat> you're not going to go out and buy a bottle of uh, Opus One or a bottle of of Silver Oak. You're going to get the cheapest thing there is. And it's the same thing with cigars. People want to consume a premium cigar, which is an expensive product. We're not talking about a 30, 50 cent or 80 cent product. We're talking on average today, the average premium cigar is probably in the six to $8 category. Mm -hmm. You're talking about a product that people want to enjoy. They want to consume in, in, in due time. They don't want to just rush it. And it's not a nicotine delivery device. And I think the proof is in the pudding. From the PATH informa- uh, data, the median consumer premium cigars smoke cigars only 1.3 days per month. Now, cigarette smokers are smoking every single day, every single hour. So we're talking about something that is night and day. And again, I use that analogy to fine wine. People enjoy fine wine in moderation on occasion. They don't do it every night. They don't do it every hour. It's the same thing with premium cigars. You don't chug McAllen. That's drawing your analogy. And this analysis allowed us to substantiate that. The 1.3 a month is just one tip of the iceberg of the proof that's in this analysis. I'll give you another one. This analysis also showed that that general population, uh, individuals will have their first cigarette at age 15. Their first cigar, age 26. Now, you and I spent a lot of time in cigar shops, and I was just down in Tampa, and you go into Edwards or you go into the Davidoff Tampa store. The the demographic is clear when you walk into a cigar shop, and it's reflected in this analysis. Our average clientele is actually over the age of 35. More cigar smokers exist over the age of 55. So it's not only the frequency of use of 1.3 a month, it's the demographic of who represents the cigar-smoking public. And this analysis allowed us to prove that, again, children are gravitating. And the demographic is clearly from from that age bracket of 26 to 55, which are adults. And this is another part of where this analysis came into play. Adults of age with disposable income, with above average levels of, of education, which means nobody's under undue influence, they're not being promote. They're not being lured into the world of cigar smoking because of marketing and advertising. They're being brought in because they appreciate the culture, they appreciate the solitude. It's it's a luxury product, and and the, these consumption patterns prove that it's you know it's it's Joe Public going into the cigar shop on a Friday afternoon and having a cigar before he goes home. We're talking with Glenn Loop, the executive director of the Cigar Rights of America. Earlier this week, the Cigar Rights of America, in conjunction with the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Association, filed their comments to the FDA's notice of proposed rulemaking whether premium cigars should be exempt from FDA regulations. 529-page document. We have posted it at CigarDave.com. Glenn, I always say, when was the last time you saw kids on a playground saying, hey, let's go get some uh, Arturo Fuente Hemingways or Fuente Fuente <laughs> Opus Xs, or better yet, how about let's go get some Padron 1926 Maduros at uh, 15 bucks a pop. Never does not happen. Well, it, it simply doesn't happen, but it's an amazing feat that our opposition, 
you know, the body parts lobby. Our opposition has done a magical job to their credit. I hate to say it, but to their credit, they have done a magical job over the last several decades of convincing a lot of politicians that there's absolutely no difference. And if you read the final rule of the FDA, and I said this before, they go to great pains, illogically as it can be, but great pains to equate a premium handmade cigar with a pack of cigarettes. And again, for the first time, this data proves that it doesn't exist. Now, the good news, there there are several fronts. First of all, I think the mere fact that the FDA opened it up for comments again, I think uh, bodes well in that the FDA now realizes that premium cigars are different. And certainly the FDA commissioner, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, who before he was commissioner, about maybe three, four years before, wrote an interesting op-ed piece in the New York Post basically stating that uh, Obama's uh, regulation of premium cigars is a waste because it again kids don't smoke premium cigars and uh, went on talking about a number of other issues so i think that's number one the fact that they open that up that doesn't mean that we could just roll over and the f and the ipcpr and cra uh, and cigar association of america certainly have not done that but the other thing when we look at this is that a judge recently uh, uh filed an injunction prohibiting the FDA from enforcing certain parts of their previous uh, premium cigar legislation. So why don't we touch on that very briefly? Well, let's start where you began that that discussion, and that is with Dr. Scott Gottlieb. This, make no mistake about it, this public uh, comment period was a gift from the Trump administration. The final rule became into existence before uh, the Trump administration you know, took office. So this is the only legal and bureaucratic process to reopen this rule. And also make no mistake, there's no obligation, and this is very important for your listeners, there's no obligation, no legal obligation by the FDA to do anything with all this data. They're going to have to be compelled to, and we're not going to wait on that. So let's we'll come back to that. And, and jump to the status of our, our court hearing. You're absolutely right. Judge Maida of the D.C. Circuit uh, clearly pointed that out in the uh, opinion that he issued in May. The hearing was December the 14th of 17. He issued his opinion in May, and he clearly noted how unfairly the industry had been treated. And, you know, I was sitting in the courtroom, and it's you, lack of decorum is you can't give high fives in a courtroom, but by golly, we wanted to. When he said basically... No, directly. Now, let me get this right. You want me to compel this industry to spend millions of dollars to comply with a rule that you might be changing. And that's the way he put it. And now here we are again. This public uh, rule, this public comment period comes into play. They put on the table the, the possibility of revisiting the warning label requirements. So as you noted, the judge issued a stay. Uh, when the cases were consolidated in, into Washington, D.C., same exact judge, federal judge uh, Amit Mehta, and he, he said, we don't have to comply with this while the agency is undergoing this public comment review process. So uh, there, as I've, you and I have discussed many times, this is a multi-front war. It's Congress and congressional messaging. It's the Trump administration and the bureaucracy and the courts. Both ends of Pennsylvania Avenue and that federal courthouse that exists right between the two of them on Pennsylvania Avenue. And we're going to be taking this comment filing, all 529 pages, and yes, an executive summary, to every conceivable office that's appropriate within the Trump administration. We're not going to wait on their review at the agency. Continuing our conversation with Glenn Loop of the Cigar Rights of America. Glenn, 
Let's talk about some of the restrictions and what the existing legislation would force, compel cigar manufacturers to comply with, from labeling to testing. All I know is every manufacturer I've spoken to said, General, the amount of money that we are spending to comply with this is just ridiculous. And then putting labels, warning labels on on creative boxes that really are works of art, just... uh, Unbelievable the amount of regulation that the FDA bureaucracy is uh, hoisting upon the cigar industry. Well, there's no doubt about it. Listen, we are guinea pigs for what they want to do to the cigarette industry, and that has become readily apparent. You look at the front of a carton of cigarettes, and I, you know, as many times as we all go into a convenience store, sometimes these things are just, you know, subliminal. But you look at the front of a carton, there's no warning label. Zero on the front of a carton. You got to flip it, turn it, open it to get to a warning label. Yet you look at what they wanted to impose upon this industry, which some companies felt compelled because of timing of this August deadline to do that. And it clearly depicted to the public what they're trying to do to us, covering 30% of the top, 20% of the front, 20% of the inside of an artisan cigar box is absolutely ridiculous and bureaucratic overkill to say the least. But this is just the tip of the iceberg, and that's why we advocate for exemption for this very niche product that's one half of 1% of the entire tobacco universe. It's going to get into product testing that is going to be grotesquely expensive. It's going to get into the application process where even by FDA's own admission, it could take 5,000 hours. And I'm not making that. That's their word. 5,000 hours to go through an application process. And keep in mind, this is per SKU. So look at your the, the great folks that advertise on Cigar Dave. You get pull out that one cigar that you're enjoying, that Robusta. Well, it might come in seven different sizes. I'm sorry, that's seven different applications to the FDA, even though it's the exact same blend. They want to get into advertising and marketing restrictions, which expect, uh, impacts all of our great cigar mediums out there that, that talk about the culture of this industry. Some companies came out with, you know, advanced warnings of that with showing us what it would look like in a, in a magazine, for example, and it, you end up selling a government message instead of a product, which, again, to discerning adults, we're old enough to make these decisions on our own. But then they're going to want to get in, and this is alluded to in some of the comments that were filed this week, they're going to want to get into best manufacturing practice standards. They're going to want to get into inspections of offshore production facilities. They want to get into a product testing regimen that doesn't even exist yet. So I call it, you know, Velcro regulation. Let's just throw everything against the wall and see what sticks. Well, when you think about cigarettes, there's one size of cigarettes. That's pretty much it. With a cigar, you, you can be the same cigar five, six different sizes. So there's no question that, uh, that the problem is the FDA has tried to lump cigars with cigarettes. And I will always remember the words of Theo Foles, the former CEO of uh, Altatus USA and before that Consolidated Cigar. And Theo said, uh, when I, I remember saying, well, you know, we've got to make the case and, and explain the differences. And he said, that's true. He said, the problem with the enemies of pleasure, the bureaucrats, the enemies of tobacco, is that to them, tobacco is tobacco is tobacco. The good news in this fight is that we have many representatives and senators 
bipartisan, both Democrat and Republican, that understand the differences. And I think now we have an administration and an Office of Management and Budget that says, hey, wait a minute, this is going to have a major effect on business and undue regulation and undue uh, uh, burden, which the OMB must look at as well. So clearly we've got a different uh, sheriff uh, in, in Washington. Glenn, uh, I know that you're going to continue the fight. We will keep updates and we'll have you on again. We appreciate you joining us and uh, giving us the latest as it uh, pertains to dealing with the uh, FDA regulation and fighting it, and hopefully there is light at the end of the tunnel. Well, thank you, Cigar Dave, and I hope your listeners go to CigarRights.org, fill out our petition to your member of Congress, but specifically to your members of the Senate. CigarRights.org will take your name and zip code, take our message directly to your senators, because they're always the stonewall to uh, to get an, an exemption through the United States Congress. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is a Sindicato sampler featuring the Sindicato Maduro. This cigar is square-pressed and wrapped with beautiful dark Maduro leaves from the Torrent Farms in San Andreas, Mexico. Want these cigars shipped directly to you each month? Log on to CigarDave.com to join the Officers Club. Fellow Alphas, we are cutting edge when it comes to technology. And state-of-the-art technology demands that we have the Cigar Dave Show available for you 24-7, 365, anywhere on the planet. And that's why we keep continuing to improve the Cigar Dave mobile app for iPhone and for Android. If you do not have the Cigar Dave mobile app, you are missing out on the ability to listen to the Cigar Dave Show live on your mobile device, Saturday noon to 2 Eastern time. We also play a continuous loop after the show, and we also have podcasts available on demand in addition to numerous other features. So do not delay. Go to the App Store, either in iOS, the Apple Store, or Android, and download the Cigar Dave mobile app. Just search Cigar Dave, and you can listen to the Cigar Dave show 24-7, 365. Never miss an episode. Download the Cigar Dave mobile app right now. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm gonna go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I gotta tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree, but guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. The battle wages on against the FDA by the cigar industry. We will keep you informed. And if you want to read that 
massive uh, page, massive document that the IPCPR and CRA filed with the FDA. We have posted it at CigarDave.com. Don't forget, exactly two weeks away from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water. Presented by Gurkha Cigars in Buffalo, Saturday, August 11th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. As we launch three new cigars from Gurkha, including the Gurkha Marquesa, the Gurkha Ghost, and Gurkha Chateau Privé. All VIP inclusive ticket, info and tickets, CigarDave.com. It's going to be a great day of alpha male pleasures. Huge alpha buffet, lots of spirit tastings, great cigars, live broadcast of the Cigar Dave Show. Two weeks away in Buffalo, CigarDave.com. Hour two is next. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. This is one of my favorite times of year. Why? Well, first up, because the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water, presented by Gurkha Cigars in Buffalo, New York, my hometown, is exactly two weeks away on Saturday, August 11th, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Buffalo Riverworks. That's number one. Number two... Football is back. NFL training camps began this week. My Buffalo Bills started camp on Thursday at St. John Fisher College in Rochester. I cannot wait. The sounds, the smells, football on television, oh, tailgating. Cannot wait. And we are going to, as always, make sure we give you some great NFL and college football previews coming up. But one of my favorite times of the year as we head into autumn. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show. Much to get to. Hope you enjoyed our conversation with Glenn Loop, the executive director of the Cigar Rights of America. If you are a cigar connoisseur and you don't want to pay excessive taxes, you want to be able to enjoy your cigars, and you want to be able to enjoy the artwork on cigars without onerous, ridiculous warning labels all over the packaging, then good news. Because Glenn, as he explained very well, the trade associations have filed written comments to the FDA's notice of proposed rulemaking whether they should exempt premium cigars from FDA regulation. So we will keep an eye on that. But this hour, later in this hour, we'll be uh, talking more cigars and cigar accessories as we are just back about a week or so ago from the Cigar Retailers Convention in Vegas, we'll be joined by Mike Salucci and Les Mann of Zycar. They're very well known for their lighters and their other cigar accoutrements and accessories. And we'll also be joined by Brian Lassard and Jamie Robbins of Cattle Baron Cigars, real cattle ranchers out in Montana. They now have their own boutique cigar, and I am responsible, and you'll hear why later in this hour. All right, before I get to... Uh, couple of others. We've got a lot to get to, actually. And on the cigar regulation front, uh, Senator Marco Rubio was fantastic 
on Thursday morning, he made a speech, a 10-minute speech, on the floor of the uh, Senate, the Senate chamber, and he basically succinctly stated why premium cigars should not be regulated by the FDA, why premium cigars are different than cigarettes. They're a, a product very similar to wine, enjoyed by adults, not consumed uh, in excess, not consumed by children. The fact that there are f- really numerous family businesses, Padron family, who he knows very well, J.C. Newman Cigar, you look at Rocky Patel, you look at Perdomo, the list goes on and on and on. Families involved in the premium cigar industry, and he was great. We're not going to play that on the show because much of what he has spoken about, I have stated over the years, and we talked about earlier in the previous hour on today's edition of the Cigar Dave Show, but we've posted it at CigarDave.com and a link to all of our social media sites if you would like to watch the video of Senator Marco Rubio. He's definitely one of our allies from Miami. I don't agree with Marco on everything, but he has been a very big champion of the cigar industry. And unlike uh, others who have been involved, has not had his hand out to say, okay, great, now I need donations. He's done it because he's got cigar manufacturers and families that he knows going way back uh, in Miami that he represents. And here in Tampa, he talked about Ybor City and the history of Tampa and Ybor City with cigars. Talked about Miami. And in fact, I remember when Marco Rubio was, uh, I think this was maybe, was it four years or so ago when he was uh, making a keynote address at the GOP convention in Tampa, he talked about his father, or correction, his grandfather enjoying his Padron cigar on the porch every single day and being around him. So Marco Rubio definitely understands cigars, been around cigars his whole life. You grew up in Miami, you grew up in Tampa, of course you're going to be around cigars. It's a very big part of, uh, of Florida history. So we have posted that. You can watch that for yourself. Now, as you know, porn star Stormy Daniels had a liaison with President Trump. Now, for a second, do I believe that Trump did not have that lead? No, he, listen, he's, Donald Trump, is, he's, like, he's like us. He's an alpha male. Confident, successful, alpha. We like our dames. We like hot dames. We like the trophies. We like the eye candy. That's just a fact. When people say, oh, General, you really like the dames and the eye candy, I don't apologize for that. I go, yeah, that's what I like. I like the trophies. That's what I like. I never apologize for that. You'll have people that will make it almost like it's a sin that you like hot dames. And to me, I like the hot dames that are all va-va-voom glamorama. I like the dames that look hot, have the makeup, have the hair. I like the dames that have the nice rack and show it, the short dresses, show off the, uh, the legs, and show off the entire package. I'm proud of that. When I walk in with a hot dame, I don't, I don't have a problem when men look and go, oh, my God, ooh, look at her. And I've got people I know that say, doesn't that bother you? And I'm like, no, not at all. Hey, I'm an alpha. I like when everyone looks and says, look at the five-star, look at the general. Man, walking in with that, hmm, kind of jealous. And uh, you know what? Wish I had that around my, uh, around my arm. I'm not in any way, shape, or form insecure as alphas. We're confident. The more attention that my dame gets, hey, the better. I have no problem with it whatsoever. So we like our dames. Donald Trump married a hot model. Melania, very hot. No ifs, ands, or buts. But the phrase that I like to use when people say, General, why aren't you married? 
My answer is because I can't mate in captivity. I cannot breed in captivity. I like to use mate in captivity. I like variety. I don't apologize for that. There's nothing wrong with that. I'll have people saying, so General, when are you settling down? And the answer is, what do I have to settle down? Is if dating hot dames and having the harem, that's a problem? I don't apologize for that. Neither should you, whether you have a harem of one, a harem of five, a harem of ten. I don't remember James Bond, the name is Bond, James Bond, ever apologizing for having hot dames around his arm. I never hear Bond saying, or Sean Connery saying, I'm Sean Connery, known as James Bond. Let me first of all apologize for having five hot women in this movie, and I slept with every one of them. Let me apologize for that. Hell to the no. You're not going to apologize for that. You wear that proudly. That is a badge of honor, my fellow alphas. So Donald Trump, like other successful alphas, likes the dames. Karen McDougal, McDougal, the Playboy Playmate, very hot. By the way, much hotter in my estimation than Stormy Daniels. Because Stormy Daniels, if you've looked at her lately, she looks very haggard. I think she's in her mid-40s. i got to tell you, she looks it. Put her in a home. She looks haggard. Doesn't have the look that Karen McDougal still looks gorgeous. Very attractive, very hot. And Karen McDougal, who had liaisons with President Trump before he was president, said, hey, I love the guy. I actually love the guy. Very charismatic. And Stormy Daniels said the same thing. He said, well, it wasn't my type, but charismatic, and, you know, he's got these six people. Women, what do women look for? Alphas, let's pay, pay very close attention. It's very simple. I have so many men saying, well, General, what is it exactly that women are looking for? There are three things that women find attractive in men. Confidence, sense of humor, and power or perception of power. Now, let's look at all three things. People think it's just looks. It's not. Let's look a look at President Trump. Remember, successful entrepreneur, on the apprentice, well-known, charismatic individual, got a great personality. So, confidence. Does President Trump have it? Before he was president? Damn right. Sense of humor? Absolutely. Now, people say, oh, he can't make fun of himself. I've watched his speeches for the last umpteen years. He absolutely can poke fun of himself. And uh, he does have a good sense of humor. Power, perception of power. Did Donald Trump have power before he was president? You bet. Perception of power? You bet. Those are the three little secrets. And dames, you know it's true. Every man thinks, oh, it's just got to be looks. Now, don't get me wrong. A woman does not want to get a guy that looks like a schlump, doesn't smell good, isn't well-groomed, you know, just doesn't, doesn't look the part. No, it's, it's a whole package. Women are very, men are very visual. Women, a little bit deeper. They look for more confidence, sense of humor, Perception of power. You can make a woman laugh. You have confidence. You own the room. Done. I had a dame tell me recently, very, not that long ago, we were engaged in some witty banter, and I had her pegged. I mean, pegged. And she looked at me and says, I can't believe it. How do you know? How did you know? I'm like, look, I'm a good judge of character. I'm a good, I can read people. I can read, give me five, ten minutes, and I can get what, what they're all about by what they have to say, what's important to them. And she was like, a, she's like, oh, my God. I mean, I, I can't believe it. Everybody, every man says I'm hard to read. I said, sweetheart, every man. You're talking about every beta male. You're not talking about the global five-star alpha male-in-chief. You're not talking about Mr. Confident here. She looked and said, you are exactly right. And she said, that's what I like about you, General. She said, you know what else turns me on? 
And I said, oh, I can just imagine. And she said, when a man walks into a room and owns that room, big turn on. Think about that for a second. When a guy walks into a room, when you as an alpha walk into a room, I don't care if it's a restaurant and you, you, you don't have a reservation or a hotel and you get yourself a reservation and she's watching this. Your dame or your harem is watching this. You walk into a restaurant and she's like, oh, we're not going to, there, there's all these people waiting. We're not going to get in. We don't have a reservation. Sweetheart, leave it to the five star. Leave it to the alpha in chief. Boom. Next thing you know, three minutes later, we have, and, and they are turned on. They can't believe it. That turns them on. So Donald Trump, before he was president, he owned the room. Confidence, sense of humor, power, perception of power. He never once was accused, as far as I know. Now, he may have hit on women, but I don't recall any woman saying, you know what, he jammed his tongue down my throat, and he raped me, and he violated me. No, in fact, Karen McDougal said I was very attracted to him. All consensual. Stormy Daniels came out and said, consensual. So when I see Stormy Daniels front and center, the luckiest woman alive, I don't know of any other woman that got 130 grand to get laid. I mean, talk about, that's the, that is the most profitable lay she has ever had in her life. Because for porn scenes, I don't know, from what I Google searched, I think they get, what, maybe 1,000, 2,000, maybe some of the big stars get 5,000. But I can tell you one thing, porn stars don't get 130 grand for one lay. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Stormy Daniels said she slept with him once. Maybe it was a second time. All right, even if it was two times, 65, I think the second time she said nothing happened. So one time, she gets 130 grand, she ought to keep her mouth shut and say, man, I spread my legs, I got 130 grand, most profitable half hour of my life. But instead, President Trump becomes president, and now she wants to capitalize on it, even though she was paid 130 grand and signed a confidentiality agreement. And she's got that skeezball lawyer, Michael Avenatti, opens his mouth on every media outlet there is. Total scumbag. Partisan scumbag. Well, now, Stormy Daniels' husband, Glendon Crane, her third husband. Jeez, he can't keep a husband. I can't, don't know why. Filed for divorce. But wait, there's more. He also filed a restraining order. Filed a restraining order because apparently their seven-year-old daughter, according to court documents, and by the way, uh, Stormy Daniels' real name Stephanie Clifford. So Steffi Baby, her husband Glendon Crane, a heavy metal drummer who has also worked in the porn industry. They've been married since November 2015. Filed for divorce last week in Texas. Sought a temporary restraining order against Daniels because she was going to take the daughter, apparently, on that tour of gentlemen's clubs across the country. The judge granted the restraining order. Now here's the kicker. Michael Avenatti, who has never once been shy about opening his mouth and using his client Stormy Daniels to his advantage and advancing his career, he's not representing her, he's re representing himself, comes out with a public statement saying, my client Stormy Daniels and her husband Glenn have decided to end their marriage. A petition for divorce was filed last week, the accuracy of which is vehemently disputed. Well, maybe so. But guess what? The judge ruled in Glenn's favor. So the child cannot go with Stormy Daniels. He's got the restraining order on that. 
He goes on to say, Stormy's daughter remains her number one priority. She kindly asks for privacy, or as they say in Britain, privacy. She kindly asks for privacy for the sake of her family. Let me get this straight. Stormy Daniels, who knowingly was paid 130 grand to keep quiet, signed a confidentiality agreement, who had a change of heart, who then blabbed her mouth everywhere. It's, it's, the court case is irrelevant because she's been opening her mouth through this scumbag attorney nonstop. Had no problem violating the Trump family's privacy, even though she signed a confidentiality agreement saying that she would maintain the privacy of such. But yet now when she's in a divorce, when her uh, soon-to-be ex-husband files a petition for divorce and gains a restraining order against her daughter to restrict Stormy Daniels from taking the daughter on tour with her and being around the uh, people in the porn industry, now all of a sudden her attorney Michael Avenatti and Stormy Daniels ask kindly ask for her privacy for the sake of her family? You've got to be kidding. If that's not calling the kettle black, I don't know what is. Screw that. Now, if she would have kept her mouth shut, then yes, she's entitled to privacy. But the mere fact that she violated a confidentiality agreement was paid $130,000. Nobody forced her to get sign that check for $130,000. President Trump didn't do anything wrong. In fact, he would have been better off to just came out and said, you know what, yeah, I came out, I banged her. Yep, you know what, I love Melania, she's hot, but uh, my weakness, hot women. Yep, nobody would have cared. I wouldn't have cared. I don't care how many women a president bangs. President Trump, or correction, President John F. Kennedy humped everything in sight. Did I care? I wasn't born really at the time, but nonetheless, if he was president today, I don't care. You know what I care about? I care about the fact that our economy grew 4.1% last quarter. I care about the fact that we've got a military being rebuilt. I care about the fact that the president is putting America number one and he's getting tough on trade deals and not getting, uh, we're not getting screwed over. That's what I care about. That is exactly what I care about. I don't care about what the president does. Now, if he does it in the Oval Office, that's a different story. Have a little respect and decorum, which Clinton didn't do. So for Michael Avenatti, the attorney, the scumbag, low-life attorney for Stormy Daniels to come out and kindly ask for privacy for the sake of Stormy's family, you have got to be kidding. What a complete farce. If Stormy Daniels was so concerned about privacy, she would have kept her mouth shut after getting 130 large for one lay. End of discussion. All right, Sergeant Steve, we're going to continue on. I'm going to scrub. I'm going to use my five-star authorization. I'm going to scrub network break number one because I want to continue on here, and we will get to the litation ceremony. Actually, Sergeant Steve, I don't think, did we, can we do litation next? I don't think we can because I think we're so tight on time. This could be the first uh, show we actually do not, okay, we're tight. Okay, so I'm not going to, okay, well, I'm, I'm not going to, well, no, no, it's what do we have left, uh, in, in this segment here, because we're pretty tight on time. Oh, I got three minutes? Okay, perfect. So here's what we'll do. Uh, you know what? Go ahead. Let's, uh, let's fire it up. Let's make it happen. Perfect. All right, we're going to scrub to all our network affiliates. Don't worry. We're scrubbing network break number one. It doesn't affect you anyway. Fear not. 
All right, let me tell you about my With cigar. an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. All right, let me tell you about the cigar that I am going to enjoy today. I brought back about eight bags, large bags worth of cigars from all the manufacturers that were there. I mean, literally, they're handing them to me like there is, uh, they're like they're candy. So I've got a lot of testing that I have to do. However, there is a cigar that I had that I was very impressed with from Altadas USA. It is their brand new Romeo y Julieta 1875 Nicaragua. Nicaraguan Puro. Wrapper, binder, filler made by Placencia Cigars in Nicaragua. Beautiful cigar, a lot of flavor, touch of sweetness, not overly powerful. It's definitely medium plus, but very, very, very pleasant. Really enjoyed it. We saw a number of Nicaraguan Puros being launched, including the CAO Nicaragua which has a very, very nice complexion to it, a little bit milder than the Romeo y Julieta 1875 Nicaragua, but very pleasant cigar, and that's exactly what I will enjoy today. Comes in, uh, let me see, I think about uh, three different, si four sizes, and I pulled out the Churchill, seven inches in length, 52 ring gauge, suggested retail between 9.35 and 10 bucks. Cigar altering and highly sharpened leaf exposing device. Well, I've got this uh, self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine that was given to me by the folks over at Zycar. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. From the Cigar Dave Research and Development Laboratories, I've got a brand-new litation device they gave me. It's got two jet flames, properly angled, 8 degrees, very, neat, very compact, very small, very thin. That's what I will use today. Cigar, Cigar pre-litation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut. Let me toast the foot of this beautiful Romeo y Julieta 1875 Nicaragua. And I will, over the next six, eight weeks, we will recap all the new cigars that are being launched. And you'll start seeing them probably late August, September, October. Let me puff and rotate. As I do, let me remind you. Hmm. Let me remind you, the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water, presented by Gurkha Cigars in my hometown, Buffalo, New York. Saturday, August 11th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., two weeks away, Buffalo River Works. We're going to be launching three new cigars from Gurkha, including their Gurkha Marquesa, the Gurkha Ghost Gold, the Gurkha Chateau Privé. We're going to have about 30 different spirits and wines to sample. Huge alpha male buffet. we got some very cool gifts that everybody attends. Everybody gets that attends. Six great cigars from Gurkha. Live broadcast of the Cigar Dave Show with the crew. Info and tickets, CigarDave.com. We've got about uh, 30 tickets left. The countdown is on. When they're gone, they're gone. CigarDave.com. The July selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is a Sindicato sampler, including Particulares. This cigar incorporates 100% Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a Puro blend that mimics the classic Cuban profile. Not a member of the Officers Club? Get premium cigars shipped directly to you every month by signing up today at CigarDave.com.
We are exactly three weeks away from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water, presented by Gurkha Cigar in Buffalo, New York, Saturday, August 11th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Buffalo Riverworks in downtown Buffalo. We'll be launching three new Gurkha cigars, including the Gurkha Chateau Privé, the Gurkha Marquesa, and the Gurkha Ghost Gold. It is an all-VIP ticketed event. Your ticket includes... A great gift bag, including six Gurkha premium cigars, including the three new Gurkha cigars I just mentioned. A huge alpha male lunch buffet with carnivore carving station, Salem Smokehouse hot dog station, pasta bar, everything you need to make sure your stomach is full. We'll have libation tastings from about 40 different spirits, Hamburg Brewing, live broadcast of the Cigar Dave Show. Tickets are limited. Go right now, CigarDave.com for info and tickets. Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water in Buffalo, presented by Gurkha Cigars, Saturday, August 11th. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. CigarDave.com. The foremost authority on cigars, spirits, diversions, and the good life. The General Cigar Dave. All right, this half hour, we will uh, replay some of the videos that we shot exclusively in booth at the Cigar Retailers Convention a couple of weeks ago in Vegas. We will be joined by Mike Salucci, Les Man of Zycar, and then we'll go over to Cattle Baron Cigars, talk to Brian Lassard, Jamie Robbins. They're actual uh, ranchers, and I was instrumental in them getting in the cigar industry, so we will get to them Sunday, tomorrow, big day. National Chicken Wing Day. Who in the hell comes up with these cockamamie days? National Chicken Wing Day, National Go Pet Your Dog Day, National Vanilla Ice Cream Day. But in any event, have some chicken wings. Can never go wrong. But don't have them the breaded. That's not real chicken wings. you got to fry them the way they do at uh, the Anchor Bar in Buffalo Duff's. Next week, we'll be joined by Sommelier Dave. We will be conducting summer wine tasting maneuvers. We've got some great Chardonnays, some great cool, refreshing rosés, summer wine tasting maneuvers. That is next week on the show. Don't forget, we're exactly two weeks away from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water, presented by Gurkha Cigars in my hometown, Buffalo, New York, Saturday, August 11th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Buffalo Riverworks. If you have not gotten your tickets, you're listening to us on 930 WBEN in Buffalo or any affiliate and say, I want to have a great alpha male weekend, you got to come to Buffalo. It is happening. The weather should be great. We're going to be covered. We're at Buffalo Riverworks, fantastic venue. Everyone in attendance will receive six premium Gurkha cigars, including three of their brand-new cigars, the Marquesa Chateau Privé Gurkha Ghost Gold, huge alpha male lunch buffet, uh, huge samplings of spirits, of wines, Craft beer samplings from our good friends over at Hamburg Brewing. You got a nice gift pack when you walk in, nice gift bag with a special Cigar Dave uh, embossed gift. All the information, details at CigarDave.com. It is a VIP, all VIP ticketed only event, $170 plus service fee. But trust me, you will not go hungry. You will not complain about getting enough cigars or having enough samples of spirits and enjoying yourself. So don't forget Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest 
On the Water, presented by Gurkha Cigars, Saturday, August 11th, two weeks from today, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Buffalo Riverworks, downtown Buffalo. Info and tickets, CigarDave.com. And welcome to the Zycar area here at the 2018 Cigar Retailers Convention. I am with two longtime friends, Mike Salucci, the president of the Thanks, Quality Importers, which has just acquired Zycar, right. and Les Mann, now the executive vice president Darryl? of sales and you? marketing. Mike, what were you thinking, higher or less? You know, I don't know what I was thinking, but I think it's going to work out. He is going to work out. He's been in the business a long time. He's a great guy. I hate to admit that yeah. up front and tell him, but we go way back. And he's going to become a Floridian before you know That's it. right. That's Beautiful. Right. Getting out of the Northeast, high taxes. You're going to miss the snow, I'm sure. No snow, no skiing. All right, well, we're talking, we're talking, we're in the Zycar booth, and it's very interesting, Mike, because you joined Quality Importers about two years ago. Yeah, that's right. January of like uh, 17. And you have been busy acquiring all sorts of companies, really rolling up different yeah. uh, accessory companies. You've got Stinky Ashtray, you've got the Polio Cutter, Correct. great cutter. You gave me one that I use yeah. all the time. And now you've got Zycar, which that's is right. a big name, one of the largest lighter companies in the industry, yeah. known for their lifetime warranty. And this is a big acquisition for you. It is a big acquisition, biggest yet. Biggest yet. biggest yet. Tell yeah. me what led up to it. How did it come about? Well, after I joined Quality for my time at Drew Estate, uh, we were looking to really transform Quality. I'm a brand guy. I believe in brands and the power of brands and the power of a, of a good sales team. So when I, when I jumped on board, we were kind of reformulating the whole Quality Importers business. And the opportunity came forward for Zycar, which is a brand we've always respected. I've known Kurt and Scott for almost yeah, 20 Kurt years. Kurt built a great company, no doubt. We did a lot of work together over the years. I've known Les for a long time. And I do really believe in the strength of a team and the strength of brands. So when the opportunity came up for this acquisition, it was much bigger than uh, we had been planning, I'll say. But we, we dug in to buy it because we respect the brand so much. And we believe that we have uh, the ability and the power to take Zycar to new heights and expand the brand and get it into more retailers and, and go to bigger, more you know, more categories. So that's what led to it. Les, you've been with Calibri for a long time. I've known you for 23 years. From my DuPont days. From your DuPont days when you handled DuPont and then you ran Calibri. So a nice transition for you because I think uh, you're probably the foremost guy in terms of litation devices in the nation. There's no doubt about it. Yep, yep. Um, it's been it's been a great a great run, a lot of fun. It's um, you know. I'm just really excited here to be in this booth. You know, you look around, you, in general, when you tour our quality imports in the Zycar booth, we have everything that a tobacconist needs. We've got humidification. Look, you've got the humid kit right here. We've got butane. And I want to talk about the importance of butane, because people think, okay, I'm going to put, go to the drugstore, get the cheapo butane. I learned from you, Les, and from Mike Reynolds, another great guy that's uh, been in the business a long time, the importance of quality butane, because these are these litation devices now are high-performance instruments, and if you put uh, butane that is not properly strained and properly purified, you get particles in there, microscopic particles, and you're gonna have problems with oh, your lighter. It, yeah, it, it hurts the, uh, you know, the, the burner valves, but you know, general, when you take your Lamborghini to get gas, you don't get low low test, right? You get the high. I test. only drive American, so okay. bad analogy. Okay, okay. <laughs> so when you take, well, I don't know what's made. When you, when you take your new Cadillac, when you take your Escalade, Escalade. there you when go. When you take your Escalade in, you're getting only the best. That's right. The, the beauty about this is, this works so well in all lighters. So this improves the performance in every lighter. And this is going to be called the Zycar HP High Performance yeah. Butane. It's, it's important to mention with this, this is the first butane on the market that's a new formulation. Right. And it's meant to work at higher altitudes where lighters start to kind of 
kind of crap out on you a little bit. Then this lighter will actually keep your, the, the butane will keep your lighter working better. If you have an old junked up lighter, we've seen it. You bleed it out and you, it's not lighting, you put that butane in and it'll start working again. And what's this, back. what's uh, a large canister, what's this going to retail for? Ballpark. Retail on big can is $9.90. $9.90. So that's reasonably priced. $5.95 again, for a smaller can. And this is like triple fermented, the whole shebang, or not oh. triple, triple strain to make sure that all the impurities are taken out. Yeah, absolutely. All right, available now? Available now. That's Perfect. been available for the last year. This is now available. It will be Small. shipping in the next two weeks in the 1.9 ounce can. And much bigger expanded distribution. And General, high octane. High octane, that's baby. What you, that's how you High like. test. Remember the old days? Yes, Fill her up yes. with high test. Yes. This is high test for your lactation yes. device. So, so we also have humidification. We also have um, containers for five cigars, 10 cigars, 15 cigars, 20 cigars. And we have lighters, we have cutters. Got so a wooden holder, we, I like that. And you've got everything that you're going to need that I, I can, you're, our consumers are going to need out of the brands of quality imports. Perfect. Now, let's talk about lightation devices, the lighters from Zycar. Let's take, oh, let's go to Suzanne Tolls because she's yes. one of your reps. Yeah. So, okay, Suzanne. Suzanne, let's talk about some of your newer products because again, we've got people that watch, they follow me during the lightation ceremony, and I always say you gotta use a high performance lightation device. Right. So let's see the new stuff coming from Zycar. All right, well we have a lot of new lighter innervations. This is our HP3 to triple manual flip top lid. The outer jets are angled eight degrees in, so you have precise lighting. I find eight degrees is the perfect angulation oh, for lightation devices. Yes, it has two fuel windows with the red hue, so you can easily see your fuel window. Um, HP butane. We're Suggested retail this. ballpark. Ninety nine, ninety nine. And lifetime warranty on everything. Lifetime, lifetime warranty. warranty. Fantastic. This is our new yellow hot rod. And what is finish. that called? HP three. Let me just take a look at that. The HP three. Yep, and it comes. That with is beautiful. Finishes. Beautiful, fantastic, HP3, okay? This is the Turismo, it's our new double flame, a manual flip top lid, pull down trigger. The double jets are kind of res recessed, so it'll help with wind if you're outside. It's a matte finish, so it's not gonna scratch up, nice and slim for your pocket. And again, also has the red fuel window, and this retails for $59.99. Got it, Let me, solid feel to it. I mean, you can run Very over durable. this thing, and chances are it's gonna survive. Yeah. Very durable. Very nice, okay, Turismo. Yes, and then we have a new category for us, the flat flame. So it's a razor-thin kind of paint with the foot of your Wow, cigar. that is pretty. Can you see? I don't know if you can see that. Tell me about the science behind the flat flame. Um, it kind of, it's it's a razor-thin flame that doesn't burn as hot, as so you won't use as much fuel with the flat flame. Fuel's not a problem, because Les is going to send me right. a case of the right. HP Zycar Butane. Not a problem. But this is great. And again, a nice, solid feel yeah. to it. Yep. All, all right. And that is $79.99 retail. And the last one is a kind of another new category. It's an electronic lighter. Um, so you press the button, and the coil heats up. It's great to travel with. There's no butane, lithium-ion battery. You just separate the two. And TSA. So wait, there's no butane in this? There's no butane. No so it's just heat. All in this. And the beauty yes. of this lighter, for anybody who travels, this lighter you are forced to carry in your carry-on luggage. So when you get off of the plane, you're not struggling to find a BIC, you're not struggling to find anything. That lighter, you take it out of your out of your bag, goes through TSA, oh, yeah. and lights your cigar. It's absolutely windproof, so on a boat, you know, you, you have no need batteries? That is the battery. So this is the That's USB, the battery. USB charge. Really? And there's the USB charger right here. Yeah, so wait a minute, stick this into my, you know, computer charger. How do I just unscrew the whole thing? Or how does that work? To charge it, you just plug it into the oh, side. Oh, on the side. I see. Here right it is. 
Yeah, right on the General, side there. General, your harem will do all that. They will. You. Exactly. Okay. I can't be bothered with the manual bother stuff. With this stuff. I have a whole fleet of these litation devices point. ready for me to go fully charged. Yeah. And how long will a charge last? It'll last you a few days. Okay. It'll last you a few days, but that's the first. This is the innovation in lighters right now. So TSA safe, USB powered, windproof, no butane needed, MSRP. $69.95. Wow, that's a good price. That's a good price. So, General, and you'll like this too. You saw what we have here, right? To be the leader in the market, you need to be the market leader. And what you've seen right now clearly shows that Quality Importers is the market leader. Great stuff. Very cool. And so you got what do you want, General? For for for, for your what's going to impress your what. harem? Take that, and I'll take the whole tray. Okay. Thanks, guys. So again, want to thank Les Mann, Mike Salucci, Suzanne Tolls from Zycar. Great new products. I love that new TSA friendly lightation device. And by the way, your Zycar cutter, you've got a big graphic behind there. That is a great cutter. That's another one that puts you on the map too. Yep. Right. So fantastic. Great stuff coming from Zycar. Available now? All available now. At your local cigar retailer. We'll continue with more exclusive Cigar Day video coverage from the 2018 Cigar Retailers Convention in Vegas. The 2018 Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water, presented by Gurkha Cigars, is Saturday, August 11th at Buffalo Riverworks in the Western New York Theater of Operations. It's a day full of Alpha male pleasure, including six premium Gurkha cigars, including three soon-to-be-released new brands, distilled spirit tastings, craft beers from Hamburg Brewery, and a buffet fit for the Alpha male. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water, Presented by Gurkha Cigars is Saturday, August 11th in Buffalo, New York. Get your tickets now at CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. 
For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. Cigars to great scotch. This is America's five-star pleasure paradise. The Cigar Dave Show. We're at Cattle Baron Cigars here at the 2018 International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Convention in Las Vegas. Very interesting story about Cattle Baron Cigars. Yesterday, as they were setting up, I'm walking by, and somebody grabbed me and said, the guys at Cattle Baron Cigars need to see you. I had no idea why. Well, they're going to share a very interesting story how they got into cigars. And I, the first thing you'll notice is the interesting uh, ranch cattle type of motif. I was looking for a real bull in here yesterday, but they are actual cattlemen. These guys are cattle ranchers that got into cigars. Let's go and meet them. So come on in here to the ranch at Cattle Baron Cigars. We've got Brian Massard. We've got Jamie Robbins. And Brian, yesterday when we met, uh, very interesting. You said, General, I got to meet you. You're the reason that I'm in the cigar business. And I, first thing I said is, where's the bull? You're a real cattle rancher. Where the hell's the bull? And uh, so tell us about how you got into cigars, because I had an involvement, apparently. You had a huge involvement in Montana. We love cigars, and uh, we listen to you on Sirius Radio when we're feeding our cattle in the winter. And I bought the pause, first pause and play just so when I had to get out and load my feed truck, I wouldn't miss a moment of it. And I learned so much about cigars and it just brought this enthusiasm and love for cigars to the next level and then the, the getting here was a is a fascinating story but you had such a huge influence i mean i talked to all my friends talked to them about how you light the cigar how you puff the cigar how you enjoy the cigar the whole thing that goes with cigar smoking it's not a habit it's an event and it's it's just been fantastic and here we are 10 years later and, at a and booth selling them, talking to you. There you go. And I got to say that uh, we started talking about cattle because, you know, we talk about we're not vegans on the Cigar Dave show, as you know. Yeah. No vegans allowed, man. We love our meat. You know what I would say? You can't beat my meat. That's right. And it can't beat these guys' meat because they gave me some beef jerky yesterday because I said to him, hey, man, where's the cattle? Where's the steak? He's like, General, wait a minute. Hold on a sec. In fact, show me where you had your little stash. I'm going to take another one. It right was so here. good because he said, General, this is not like the beef jerky you've ever had. This is we take filet mignon and we make it into jerky. It was soft. It was delicious. I had it for dinner last night. It was that good, incredibly lean. And so now I'm hooked on this stuff. And what we're going to try to do is I'm going to try to convince Brian that we have to start selling this to our uh, our alphas across the country. Because I'm telling you, I've had jerky. This was off the charts. I've been robbed this morning. You've been robbed? <laughs> All right. The good news is I know where he's in in Montana. Tell us about your, your cattle farm. So we ranch in Montana. I've ranched there my whole life. And we raise registered Angus cattle. So you've heard of prime certified Angus sure. beef. Like the Cuban seed of tobacco that everybody right. seeks, we have the the high marbling Angus seed. So when you go look for certified Angus prime beef, we raise the bulls that make that. Can That's you, our life. 
Can you? I've got two German Shepherds. They're herders. Can you send me a bull, and they'll make sure he doesn't leave my Pleasure Palace property? They might chase him around. They'll definitely <laughs> chase the uh, the bull around. There's, you want them to protect you? <laughs> oh, they will. Trust me, they will protect the bull. As long as they know that that's going to be dinner one day, they will definitely they protect it. him. All right. So tell us about. First of all, let's get a cigar. I got to light one up here. I know you got one cut and ready. Fantastic. Need a lightation device? I didn't come prepared. I got to go see uh, Mike Reynolds, uh, my good, my good buddy. Authentic. Ah, we use. You know, we're so high, we're above 7,000 feet in Montana, where oh, our really? ranch is. And where is your ranch? Uh, it's in Dillon, Montana, southwest, Dillon. down by Yellowstone. Down by Yellowstone, fantastic. This is a very elegant way, I'm gonna let you hold that, to light your cigar. Angle it down. Just toast it very gently. And as I do, tell me about the Cattle Baron cigars. I know Phil Zangi, good buddy of mine, originally from Buffalo, fellow Buffalonian, yeah. makes the cigars, he makes great sticks. Tell me about it. Well, when we when we got together, I told Phil, I said, you know, I wanna, I don't just want my name on a band. I'm not interested in that. I want to have our own cigar. I want to have something that I, I took part in the blend. And so he had, before we'd even met, he had sent me a few cigars and we went through 12, him just sending me cigars. And then we went, I went down there. He said, look, we're going to have a really good cigar. You need to come down here, go through the entire process, which I'd wanted to do my whole life. And we went down there. I spent a week with him. We went through all the houses. We went through, we blended together. And on our 13th attempt, this is what we came up with. Lucky 13. Lucky 13, absolutely. All right, now Jamie, tell me, uh, you're involved with selling these cigars. What's yep. the response you've had about, uh, you know, about the uh, Cattle Baron cigars? Very good response. Uh, smaller company, Brian started off, he's picked what he's wanted, very good quality, um, taking the time to do it right. Um, he also dabbles in, you know, like we said, the ranching, and that's where I've kind of worked mostly is through the ranching um, industry with the feedlot and the new ranch that he has and the vodka that he's selling, and so I've kind of dabbled in all of it, and I've, I've loved every bit of it. Well, Brian, do you know for the last 25 years, I've told my mother and sister, I've said, I'm going to Montana for a couple of weeks in the summer, and I've yet to do it. Well, now I know there's a cigar-friendly ranch in Montana that I'm going to hang out. We could do a show there. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not going to be doing any of the ranching or any of the, you know, cutting the uh, Rocky Mountain oysters, I can tell you that. However, I will be happy to smoke cigars and test the meat, taste the meat, that will be my, my job, and I will come out and see it for sure. We'll smoke some cigars. Now, you've also got a libation, you said, we do. that you're working on or you have that goes with your Cattle Baron cigars. Well, you're responsible for that, too, because you talk so much about, I mean, I learned so much about how important it is to pair things. And we bought a case of wine after, an Italian wine after one of your shows, and we couldn't ship it into Montana. I had to ship it to my vet who was in Idaho. He had to bring it up to me in Montana. Was, it, so was the recommendation the good? The recommendation was fantastic. Beautiful. It was out of this world. So by doing that, how we got in the vodka business, we've got places all over Montana. Sometimes it's a two hour trip just to go check your cow. So I'll go to the gas station, I'll get a thing of unsweetened iced tea, a little bit of cranberry juice, mix it together, light my cigar, and I got a nice hour and a half smoke on the way up there. So I made the world's only cranberry tea vodka. I like it. It's made with real tea oil and cranberry extract. It's not your typical sweetened vodka. It's the first and only uh, vodka ever made to pair with a cigar. And I didn't care if I sold a single bottle. I wanted to do that. And it is Well, fantastic. here's what I want you to do. I want you to send me a box of your Cattle Baron, a box of the gorgeous cranberry tea-enhanced vodka, and we'll do that for a litation and libation ceremony on an upcoming Cigar Dave show. That sounds awesome. But there's we'll a kicker. There's As Ron Popeil would say, but wait, there's more. <laughs> you got to send me some of your great tomahawk chops and your ribeyes. I'm going to put them on the grill. It'll be Cattle Baron Cigar Day on the Cigar Dave show. Sounds good. All right. Sounds good. 
Brian Massar, Jamie uh, uh, Robbins, got it, from uh, Cattle Baron Cigars in Montana. I guess I'm responsible. You're not going to hold that against me, by the way. No. It's thanks, all good. Thanks for bringing them right, to the world. By the way, if I go to Montana, do I get one of those cool hats? Yeah, you do. All right, fantastic. you got to cut your own steak. That's subject to negotiation. <laughs> okay? I, I, right. You know, when it comes to fishing and it comes to going, uh, you know, to get my meat, the butcher handles all the cutting, and uh, people say, do you go fishing general? And the answer is, yeah, I go at the seafood counter, and they yeah. do all the work for me. I just yeah. put it on the grill or put it on the uh, in the oven. All good to go. All right, so a very interesting story, Cattle Baron Cigars, unique boutique cigar. Love these kind of stories that we're finding from the 2018 Cigar Retailers Convention in Vegas. Well, I take responsibility, apparently, for getting Brian Lassar, Jamie Robbins in the cigar industry. Cattle Baron Cigars, their cigars were great. And I'll tell you, their beef jerky made of filet off the charts. I'm going to Montana next summer. There's no doubt about it. Don't forget, we're exactly two weeks away. Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water, presented by Gurkha Cigars in Buffalo, Saturday, August 11th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Info and tickets, CigarDave.com. Limited tickets. Trust me, great day. Lots of great food, great cigars, great spirits. You're going to love it. CigarDave.com. Next week, Somalia Dave joins us. Summer wine tasting maneuvers. Cigar Dave, the general say, Mayor Humidor, always be full. Mayor Cutter, always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. Long live the alpha. Make America great again. Screw the enemies of pleasure and the enemies of plastic and straws. <laughs>